She's on a passionate mission to change the lives of women. Since her days where she felt lost, had no one to confide in, had issues with body image and a terrible relationship with food, she now helps women to re-love themselves. On her journey of self-realization, she's participated in multiple fitness competitions, spoken on stages across Ontario, run boot camps for hundreds of clients, and provided professional makeup artist services for photo shoots, competitions, models, and magazines. These journeys and experiences have given her the expertise to help you achieve your own goals, whether it be to lose weight, connect on a deeper level with your loved ones, or to learn just how important it is to take time for yourself. You'll feel amazing, beautiful, and strong. Welcome to Relove and Rise. This is your life coach, Amanda Gazzola. here today with the amazing Jen Pike. I absolutely adore this woman because a couple years ago I was at the Wellness Business Summit and came across her on stage speaking about her business and where she started. We are all entrepreneurs and it was just amazing to see her and knowing that she's a mom of two as well as her husband's an entrepreneur and she's an entrepreneur and she's, she's a woman that does it all. She does yoga, she does CrossFit, she is a spin instructor, she also does pre and postnatal yoga, she does amazing things and she also is an author of The Simplicity Project as well as has her own YouTube channel called the, I don't want to get this wrong Jen, Simplicity TV on YouTube. Hello Jen. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you so much for being with me today. Oh, you're welcome, congratulations on the new endeavor. Oh, thank you so much, beautiful, thank you so much. So, I in huge when it comes to routines. We're just going to get right into it. I want to know what your morning routine consists of. So for me, it's been the same for a while. I mean, over the years, having small children, it, you know, kind of oscillated between mornings that were just complete gong shows and then mornings where everything kind of went as you would hope. But my pretty much my everyday routine is I'm up at 530. Uh, my husband and I both are, we get up, we go and do our training at the gym. And sometimes that's at the gym, sometimes it's at a CrossFit box, sometimes it's downstairs. I get back usually by um, like seven o'clock and the kids are up at that point. I make an elixir for myself. So for me, elixirs are, you know, a, a warm pot drink that have different adaptogenic herbs in it, things to support the liver, some healthy fat, some recovery protein. For me in the morning, it's collagen. And then really that next hour of time is just about feeding our family and getting done what has to get done to get the kids out the door. Once the kids go to school, I grab my journal. Uh, so I use the five minute journal for a gratitude journal. And then I am a big lover of Danielle Laporte's um, desire map planning book. So those are what I go to and I sit on my bio mat, um, maybe with a second elixir or just, you know, my water, which is like, I'm constantly like liquids are surrounding me all the time. <laughs> and uh, I'll sit and do my writing. So writing for me is really important. I have a ton going on in my mind. So I have to dump it out and actually be able to have it look back at me as opposed to just be swirling on its own around in my head. And then um, I get into motion. So I'm, you know, getting in touch with my team. I'm hopping on to social media and seeing if there's anything that I need to respond back to. And then I'm starting my, you know, DMO of the day. So it depends on the day. I only practice now with private clients one, maybe two days a week. 
The rest of the time is spent on content creation. Um, most of my business now is online programming. So I'm constantly you know, writing new programming or taking a look at what we currently have and making it even better and, and studying. I'm back in school again right now. Oh. And um, yeah, so I try and get the bulk of my most important work done in the day. Uh, and throughout the day, I take breaks often to stretch, to walk the dog, to not sit for long periods of time. And then at three o'clock, my kids get home. And again, it really depends on the day, but those next few hours are full on mom mode. And I try to do uh, as little responding to messages as possible. And then the evenings, we could be at a hockey arena, we could be at the dance studio. Uh, we could also just be at home chilling out and relaxing. And um, yeah, and then- Wow. Wow, that sounds like it's that sounds like a typical day for myself without the kids. I can't imagine when you have the with the kids, you're on like a whole different like new level there. But that is amazing. Do you find when you're at the gym that like that's when all the creative juices juices start flowing? Yeah, and because I don't listen to music typically when I work out, I listen to podcasts or I listen to audiobooks. Um, just it's, I'm huge on increasing my level of personal development on a daily basis, but to sit and read, I just, sometimes I'll do it. I'll, I'll have a tangible book. Uh, but especially in the evenings, I'm just, I'll fall asleep. So I do my best work in motion. So I've just learned over the years, podcast and listening to audiobooks really helps to keep my mindset, um, fired and focused. So it's another reason why when, and sometimes at the gym, I will actually grab my phone and do an audio message to myself so that if it's something really important, I'm not going to forget it. But it's why writing in the morning is so key because I am in my peak time uh, first part of the day. So I do some evening things here and there, but it's not my zone of genius time. Yeah. Oh, my God. This sound is so nice and refreshing to hear that because exactly I'm like, and I don't know if that's, I don't think it's a squirrel thing, but literally that's why I asked if you create juices. I'll be like, oh yeah. And I'll like start typing into my phone, like do this or like um, an idea yeah. that comes to my head. It's amazing. You and your husband both go to the gym together in the morning? Yes. And does that mean that your kids are old enough to be in bed, yeah. like bed by them? Okay. That yeah. is kind of, yeah. what did you do beforehand for the moms that are out there that, you know, did you work out at home? in the morning or did you and your husband split shifts or whatnot to the gym? Um, well, that was really easy because my husband never used to work out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was just me that I had to worry about. Well, that definitely um, works out for sure. It, yeah. And it, and even back then it was, I've always been an early bird. Like I've been going to the gym at 536 in the morning since I was 14 years old with my dad. Oh, so it, yeah, it's just part of, of who I am. It's my, it's my routine. Um, I, I have to, it is like my non-negotiable to get up and move my body. So even if it's yoga, stretching, um, fascial work, whatever it is, I've got to move my body. It is literally how I wake up in the morning. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. And it's the same. It's like, here's like just that little bit of time just to breathe and giving yourself that space that you need. That's awesome. When, mm. so how long have you been an entrepreneur? My whole life. I believe. Uh, I mean, I worked jobs. I was an employee at a couple of different places. But when I was, um, so when I graduated from my first program in school, which was in human anatomy and biomechanics, I started to be a personal trainer and group exercise instructor, like right out of the gates. And I was 19. And um, in the summers coming home and doing that. And by the time I was 21, that was my full-time gig. And so, uh, you know, I was a 
I was really more of a subcontracted employee at the spaces that I was working out. So I was running my own stuff. I was doing my own bookkeeping and my own accounting and I was marketing myself and advertising my programs and really just never stopped. Um, I stepped outside of the, the venue of renting from somebody else in 2010. I opened up my own yoga and Pilates studio that I had for almost six years and then sold it. And that in that period of time between 2010 and 2016 is when I really started to pay attention to what was happening in the online space. And, you know, I had children at that point too. My kids were two and four when I opened up my studio. And I knew after a couple of years, I wasn't going to be able to maintain the level of energy that having a brick and mortar business required. Plus it was a physical business. I was teaching, you know, 16, 20 classes a week. Um, and then being able to be the mom I wanted to be to my kids. So I started, you know, in a very, I think I talked about this where you first heard me speak, like my first online program was so Mickey Mouse. Just, I literally just threw some stuff together and was like, I'm just going to throw it out there and see if it sticks. And it did. And it went really well. And I thought, okay, so that was a very little effort. What can actually happen now if I really tried and I'm always, always learning and still growing. And, um, you know, it's huge. It's so different working in an online capacity than it is in person. And um, it's very, it's very busy now in the industry. It's very saturated. And so you constantly have to be kind of up leveling your game. And I really firmly believe that the best way to do that is not by having, you know, better software or those types of things. It's working on you. It's, it's staying consistent with your own personal development, your own health, your relationships, your vitality. Because when you have those things, then anything else you dip your toe into, there's just way more simplicity there. For sure. For sure. Which brings me into my next question. Um, what is the simplicity project? Yeah, so the Simplicity Project, um, you know, it's interesting because when I first wrote it, it actually isn't about, you know, creating simplicity in necessarily your routine and structure of how you run your life. The Simplicity Project I wrote and created after years of teaching a whole bunch of different workshops and all the different systems of the body. And so I was out there teaching about digestion and inflammation and the thyroid, the adrenals, weight loss, exercise, supplements. And out of sheer frustration of having all these piles of papers together, my husband was just like, when are you going to write the book? Like, you need to have all of this information in one spot. And so that's where the book came from. And so the Simplicity Project is really a no-nonsense, cut-through-the-BS approach to understanding the fundamentals of your digestion, how inflammation starts off, your hormones, I mean, all the things that I, that I talked about that I was teaching, and yeah. the art of simplicity. So what does that actually mean? How do you start to create more simplicity in your own life? Because my schedule is not your schedule. It's not the next person's schedule. And, you know, we use words like balance and all of that. And I don't, I don't actually believe that balance is a myth. I do believe it's attainable, but I think it's attainable in how you frame it. You know, only you yeah. can define it. I totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Everyone so has their own version of what balance is for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. So that's where the Simplicity Project started and then branched off into the Hormone Project, which is all about hormones, and then branched off into the Simplicity Fam Jam series, which we just launched, which is all about teaching families how to be more effective and efficient in the kitchen and have fun with it. And it doesn't have to be so complicated. Um, 
And then there's also the self-love project, which the self-love project is one that I'm starting to do a bit more work with entrepreneurs um, and moms and women in general. And just in all these goals and all of these things that, you know, we have, we want to go after in life. How do we come back to this place daily, not once in a blue moon or when you get a massage or once a year when you go on a holiday, but like every day, how can you come back to this place of implementing self-care and self-love so that you don't get depleted? Because I have been depleted many, many times and I know how it feels. And I think that, you know, we need, there needs to be more discussion happening around how this is, this is such a vital, like to me, it's as vital as water. Yes, me too. I believe that 120%. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's why I, I created Relove and Rise exactly right there because I we're such givers as women. We give to everybody, and the last person you always give it to is yourself. And I mean, how can you give more if you're not giving to yourself, to your family? And they see that. They see it right through your eyes for sure, and they feel it from oh, you. Yeah. You're so drained and just like are unapproachable because they are afraid to talk to you and come up to you. Yeah. And I say too often, you know, and I recognized this in myself, it was happening for a while where unfortunately when you're in that state of overwhelm and it happens, you know, in a very innocent way where you're just passionate about the things you're saying yes to. Mm -hmm. So you start to kind of get in over your head. And then what ends up happening is your family gets the leftover crappy parts of you that's impatient and doesn't have the energy, doesn't have the time and but our family is one that's suffering in the process or we're doing it for ourselves to build this, you know, fantastic future and to have time freedom and the abundance of choice and what we want to do and who we want to be, but we're suffering along the way that is so out of alignment. And so it's, um, you know, it, and your children, I mean, we teach them by how we do not what we say, but by how we do the things that we are doing right? That, that's how they learn. They are yeah. witnessing it based on our choices. It's 10 and 12 where um, I can, they're like my little accountability partners where I can just say <laughs> to them, you know, if you see me doing this, this or that, you need to let me know. Like you need to stop mommy in her track so that I'm aware of that because sometimes I might not recognize that I'm doing that or you're feeling that way or you're witnessing that. So you gotta, you gotta let me know. Oh, that's so nice. Um, what are some of the ways that you practice self-love or you're teaching your clients self-love just for the ones that have a heart, like, you know what I mean? I, how I do it, for instance, is I tell my clients to start off with doing a five, uh, like taking five minute habit or and doing two weeks at, at a time so that it, they can become more natural and so they can start adding more in their life. Just starting very simple where it's almost too easy. I feel like sometimes like they don't even know where to begin because they want to do so much. And that's where the failure comes before they start. hundred percent. And this is where the concept of, of creating more simplicity and ease comes in. And so for me, the first place I start is actually have them go to bed with water next to their bed. So when they wake up in the morning, they are getting in about 500 milliliters, a half liter of water. Just when they sit up, it's, it's there, you're there. Let's just get this into your system. So that's one really low hanging fruit. And I'll say to them, that's all I want you to work on until that just becomes such an ingrained ritual for you that the mornings that you forget to have the water there, you notice it right away. And we know then that that's a pattern. Yes. That's a habit. 
Yes. And then typically what I'll do is I'll try and get them, um, you know, when they're in the, the bathroom, like I'm huge on what your environment is around you. So if you have all of your, you know, supplements and essential oils and your, you know, affirmation decks and all that stuff hidden away in drawers and hidden away in cupboards, if you don't see it, it's not going to come to fruition. So, you know, in your bathroom, if you have oils, do you have them out so that you can apply them in the morning as you're getting it? That's like a two second thing to swipe an oil, you know, behind your ears or on your neck. Can you yes. have some of your supplements next to your toothbrush, you know, so that you're taking, you've got your vitamin D and you've got, um, you know, a shelf stable probiotic or your B12, whatever it is right there. And you know, because you're visiting your toothbrush two times a day, that even if you forget or you don't have time in the morning, it's going to happen at the end of the day. Yes. So those are really simple things and we haven't even left the bedroom. And then once, that. right. So then once those things happen, then we can start to, and it's, I mean, you know, working with clients and that, like it's a relationship that you're building. And so the communication yes. is really important. So when they start to say to me, oh my gosh, I'm doing this and here's the result. You know, I have more energy. My skin feels better. I'm going to the bathroom more regularly. I can't believe how these tiny little changes are creating this big ripple in so many other ways in my life, then I know that we're ready to add something else. Oh, I love that. Like it's literally starting like, you know, inside so that they can feel the difference and start noticing. And then they'll start, it'll start replicating us. Like, cause people will start noticing like, wow, your, your skin looks a lot softer. Like literally their face gets a lot more like harder at, when they're much more holding everything tighter. Like they yeah. can't release and stuff. When they start to relax and they start seeing that they're giving themselves that breathing space, people start noticing like, wow, you look different. You have much more glower, uh, glower, <laughs> more of a glow. It's beautiful. And they start, and that's what keeps them going too. Cause people notice those things. And that's huge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> no, yeah. you One of the other time. things that I would say is that, um, I have a, a concept that I teach, um, which is called skip the snooze because the average Canadian snoozes three times. Some, most, a lot of people more, but most snooze at least three times and that's 27 minutes. And you're never actually slipping back into a quality deep sleep. So two choices, either you stop pretending that you're going to get up earlier and you actually give yourself the extra 27 minutes of uninterrupted sleep and you set your alarm later or which is what a lot of people need is they need more sleep and rest because they're going to bed way too late or they're not sleeping through the night. Or the other alternative is you actually get up. And even if you use just one chunk, one nine minute chunk to do some cat cow, child's pose, down dog, lie on the ground, legs up the wall, do some meditation, grab your journal. Like it's nine, people don't realize that when they're searching for time, here you have this nine, 18 or 27 minute chunk. That's almost a half an hour of time that you could just be shifting your perspective around using. And instead of feeling like you have to stack more time into your day and add more things, you don't. You just have to manipulate and use your time differently. So we didn't have to find you any new time. We just had to change what you were doing in the time that you already have. And that can be a massive game changer for people. I have moms I work with who are like, you have no idea what those nine or 18 or 27 minutes have done for me. I love that. And it's so true. People don't know what they don't know. And the fact of the matter is like when they have someone that they can talk to and let them know that they're struggling through this, then they can be able to start being like, Oh man, I, I do that. Like it's so relatable, but oh, mm -hmm. 
I, that's like, it's for, for instance, me this past weekend, I'm going to be open and honest here. I was up North with my family and it was one of those things I already knew I was doing it, but how I felt when I was leaving, not giving myself those extra time in those moments in that morning. And I wasn't being able to go to the bathroom. Everything was just out of routine and schedule because literally my routine went to shit when I was up North. And even though you're spending time with family, it's amazing. I still felt like man, why don't I still do that stuff in the morning for myself so that I could feel a little bit more like fulfilled through the day. So it's huge. Yeah. You know what it is? And we've all felt like that. I mean, and the thing is, is that the more consistent you are with treating your body well, it doesn't take a week for you to feel like you're out of balance again, or to, you know, feel like you kind of need to get back to it. It's like one meal can do it to you one night away can do it to you. And I, you know, some people are like, oh, it sucks. I wish it didn't happen. I'm like, I get it. But at the same time, thank you, body. Thank you so much for letting me know like right away when it's time to autocorrect because your body's giving you signs and symptoms all the time. And when you feel sluggish, your bowels aren't moving optimally, your mood and your energy are just off, you're craving and eating things you normally wouldn't, it's your body's yeah. cue and way of saying like, I don't like this, I don't feel good, and I'm just trying to do the best that I can. And that's when it's your opportunity not to throw in the towel and be like, oh, I've already screwed up you know, my, my approach to eating healthy, I might as well just throw in the bag until Monday or Tuesday. You're gonna eat again that day, so just choose differently that day. Yeah. You could go to bed a little bit earlier. You could get up and drink more water the next day. Like it doesn't have to be so arduous. It, it can be so much more simplistic than we just make it so hard on ourselves. We seriously do. We have to like literally feel pain to know that we're being hard on ourselves. We can't always just be yeah. aware that this is happening. Yeah. Well, and it's understanding too. I think, you know, like a lot of people, they'll, you know, they, you do that comparison thing. And so people appear into my life and they'll be like, Oh my gosh, how do you have the schedule now? And I'm like, okay, first of all, it's not, it's not now I've really been cultivating it for, you know, 24 years of my life. And it's not always like this every single day and stuff happens, but I appreciate when the days kind of feel out of balance sometimes because that is the reminder mm -hmm. to pull back in. So it's not about having, you know, 100% of the time this way or even an 80-20. It's just that your level of awareness comes up and that you are more cognizant of some of your yeses and your nos and your behaviors. And then you can start to actually create your own plan of simplicity, right? Like your own self-care and self-love and movement. You can't do anybody else's. My routine would probably not feel good for most people who are listening because we don't have the same life or the same body or constitution. So really honor your body and where you are at and trust yourself. Like you know far more about taking care of yourself than you give yourself credit for. So just start to trust yourself. Oh, I love that. That's such a great way to end. One more question. And then I want to ask you also how people can find you. And then we will say goodbye. So thank you. Um, what are three key nuggets that you would want to share with the world that mean the most to you and that you've learned throughout your whole journey? What are the three key nuggets to starting oh gosh. something? I know there's so many. There's so many. I'm prepared for this. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, well, I, I would say just that. Trust your body more than you do now. Your power of intuition, of hearing that voice, 
that is in there, that conversation is so much stronger than you give it credit for. So um, really lean in and listen deeply to that. And if it doesn't make sense to you right now, just start to make notes about what you are feeling and then reach out to somebody who can maybe help you decode that story that's happening on the inside. The second thing I would say is give yourself permission to be a seeker. You really, in the society we live in now, health is not going to be dropped into your hand in the way that you need to learn it and know it and understand it. Um, you know, from a Western medicine perspective, when you have any level of inflammation or, you know, disbalance that's happening in your body, you have to become a seeker. You have to strap on the role of being the CEO of your own health and your own body. And as a mom, we would do this for our children because we're, we, that's what we do. You wouldn't just go to one person and they say, everything's fine. And you're like, you don't know my kid. Everything's not fine. We would dig and dig and dig. You need to be that person for yourself. You have to do that for you. And um, the third thing that I would say is the thing that we need the most that we are not creating the time and space for that you cannot buy on the supplement shelves is more rest and sleep and space. You need to create the space. You have to offer yourself the rest and you need to get to bed earlier and really try to focus on allowing yourself to have that precious sleep. If I didn't get the sleep that I got, there's no way I'd be able to maintain what it is that I do. It is my number one secret to simplicity. And as people that can't see Jen, if you're listening, Jen definitely looks like she walks the walk. You definitely look like you take care of yourself and like, you know, that sleep is important because like you definitely don't even look like you have bags underneath those eyes. (laughs) (laughs) How can people find you? They can go to, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is where I'm the most active on, which is Jen Pike, and it's Jen with two N's. Um, www.jenpike.com is the website. We are under construction right now, back up in about two and a half weeks. So I don't know when this is going to air, but uh, by mid-March, everything will be back up and going. We're creating a brand new website. Um, But if you go there now, you can opt in, sign up for, I do three weekly newsletters that are video-based, recipe content, you're in my kitchen with me. Uh, we have a lot of great value-added content there. Oh, thank you so much. That's perfect. And uh, I can't wait to chat with you again, Jen. Thank you so much for being part of such an amazing movement that we are creating together. This is for everybody that's out there that's struggling to find self-love and self-care. So thank you again. Thank you so much, Amanda. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Yes, you too. Bye, beautiful. Love the episode of the Relive and Rise podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is really appreciated. If you would love to connect with us, head over to reloveandrise.com and don't forget to sign up for our newsletter for more free materials. See you on the next episode.